This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone, and happy Sunday. (laughs) I feel so strange uploading a podcast on a day that is not Friday, but I failed. (laughs) I told you last episode that I would be uploading a mini episode on Black Friday. And you know what? It just didn't happen. And I very rarely just don't upload without a warning on my social channels or something. And I I failed. And it's okay. It happens. It turned out to be quite a busy holiday for me. I ended up going home to my hometown and also trying to launch a course the day before. So I got very little sleep uh, but it, but I made it happen. It launched. I got to see my family. I had a great time. All was well. But yeah, sometimes things just happen. So the purpose of this episode, I wanted to share with you my Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday sale with you and announce the launch of my newest online course. And then I also have a coffee break episode that I recorded. I pre-recorded all about why you should always be prospecting in your business. So we have a nice little variety show today. So let's hop in. So first of all, I hope you all had a good holiday if you celebrated. I know I have a lot of international listeners and I know not everybody celebrates, but if you did celebrate, I hope you had an amazing time. It really was a good, I don't know, it's it's like I really am big on gratitude and I started a gratitude journal actually this year, which has really helped me a lot, but there is just something about the holidays that makes you feel really grateful for everything that you have, your family, your friends, but also you guys. I I thought about you all a lot, both my clients, my clients that I work with, you know, on a regular basis, and also just the listeners and the viewers of the YouTube channel and people who interact with me on social media. It, It really just is so amazing to have this community of people that help each other out and help support me as well. So thank you. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the sale and the launch. So I guess I'll talk about the launch first. I decided to make a a new course. It's called Facebook Ads for Newbies. So as you can imagine, it's an intro to Facebook ads. This is a course that is perfect for those of you who maybe are freelancers or social media managers are starting an agency and want to add uh, social media advertising to your service offering, but you aren't really skilled in Facebook ads yet. Maybe you've done some boosts, maybe you've done a campaign or two, but you haven't really seen success or you don't really know if your campaign was successful. You don't really know how to measure it or, you know, you just want to brush up on Facebook ads. This is also perfect for the small business owner who listens to the show, who maybe has an e-commerce shop or a brick and mortar or a service-based business, and they want to explore using Facebook ads for their own business. So it's really, like I said, an intro-level course for people who don't have a ton of knowledge or experience, maybe just have a little bit. And I created this course because I was getting a ton of questions from alum from A Journey Social, my signature course, saying... This is so cool. Thanks for, you know, the help. I I think I ran through Facebook ads really briefly in that course and they wanted more information. Understandably so. And 
you know, I try to help as best I could. I try to help uh, point people into the direction of other resources. But I think that those folks who took the course really liked my teaching style and really resonated with that. So I wanted to deliver. So this was a long time in the making. My absolute favorite part of the course is this budget calculator they came up with. I had been asking you all on Instagram stories and you know on social media what your biggest issues were with Facebook ads. And by and large, you all were saying budget, like you were confused about how much money to start with and how to measure success and all that stuff. So I actually created this calculator. It's in Excel. And it took me forever because I'm actually not a math person. So I had like I had Norris double check it and I had many people double check it to make sure my math was accurate. But essentially all that you do is you enter in your goal, you know, the goal revenue that you want to make. And then you enter in a, a few details about it, you know, how much the item costs, what your conversion rate on your on your website is, things like that. And then you could actually get a number, a suggested number to start with to start advertising using Facebook ads for. So it is plug and play. It auto calculates things for you. And I think it's really valuable. I considered selling it on its own, but for now I'm just going to keep it as part of the course. So really excited about that. And then obviously you want to go ahead and double check and and test that budget. This is not, you know, this is the end all be all answer, but I think that it's a really good place to start. And this is what I use, you know, the process that I use for my clients when I go through and they ask me, well, how much money do I need to spend on Facebook ads? This is exactly the process I use. It really is very, um, it goes very deep into strategy and like I said, I do screen shares as well. So hopefully when Facebook does make a change, you'll be able to kind of navigate through and understand, but I also will be updating for the major changes. So with all that said, it is launched, it is ready, and it is over half off until the end of the day on Cyber Monday. So if you want to take the course, there's a couple different ways that you can get to it. You can go to the link in the show notes. You can go to latashajames.com slash podcast slash 78 to see the show notes and to get the link there or just open it up in Apple or uh, Spotify. You can also go directly to Thinkific. So you can just go to ajourneyeast.thinkific.com or you can go to latashajames.com. There should be a pop-up bar that shows up in the top of the screen that will bring you directly over to there. To get the 55% off, you need to use a code. It's BF19. That's BF19 at ajourneyeast.thinkific.com or latashajames.podcast.com slash, wait, that was wrong. (laughs) LatashaJames.com slash podcast slash 78. Now that over half off discount also applies to all of my other courses that I have. So a journey social, which is my signature social media management course, that course gives you all of the fundamentals that you need to know about starting and launching your own freelance business, specifically your own freelance social media management business. And it's also good for money making micro influencer, which is a great course. If you are looking to grow your thought leadership and maybe start a YouTube channel, maybe start a podcast, or if you're someone who's looking to start working with brands, there's templates to reach out to brands and things like that. So that one is really, really affordable right now. It's like $12, I think with the sale. So go ahead and stack up. This sale is not limited to one item. You can buy all of them if you want to, and they're yours forever. They're self-paced, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the sale. I will probably be doing a YouTube video soon, more in depth about the Facebook ads course. I'm kind of treating this as sort of a soft launch and I'll be going in a little bit, a little bit harder (laughs) soon here. 
to um to actively promote the course and to talk a bit more about it but yeah if you guys have any questions in the meantime feel free to reach out to me and with that said I want to hop into the episode portion of this episode (laughs) so this is all about why you should always be prospecting I think when it comes to this time of year a lot of us get kind of it goes one of two ways this time around I've been so stressed and so busy and I'm grateful to be busy because I know it could be the other way but wow I am busy so we either get like that or we get really slow and things really start to dry up and we start to feel like you know what are we supposed to be working on in our business or maybe we should just be napping on the couch like maybe this is the season to do that and there is a season to do that believe me I will be doing a lot of laying around come December I guess it is December, uh, later on in the month. But the point I'm trying to drive home in this episode is that even when you feel like you're slow, even when you feel like business opportunities aren't really coming towards you, you should always be prospecting. You should always be making connections. You should always be planning for the future. And there are lots of things that you can do in your downtime. And I think that that time is is kind of approaching for a lot of us. One of the other things that I think is really important is learning. So again, get on those courses, 55% off coaching. A lot of people are starting to think about coaching during this time. So those are all great uses of your time, but prospecting is going to always be a great use of your time. And I always used to run from it. I'm like, I don't need to always be busy. Like I don't need to just fill up my time. Yes. You always need to be prospecting. And here's why. Hey guys, welcome back to the show and to another coffee break episode. Today, I want to talk about the concept of prospecting and how businesses never really turn off and how I don't really believe in a such thing as a slow season. Let me explain. So I heard someone say this, they gave me this advice when I first started in business years ago, and I kind of like brushed them off a bit. I was like, oh, that's for their business. You know, I don't need to always be prospecting. I There's a such thing as being booked up, and there is. And I do want to say that it's really important to kind of know your limits and not feel like you have to always be working. Always be prospecting is different than always be working. I sort of learned this, I don't know, this year or so, I realized I was booked a lot. You know, I was pretty busy for a few months this summer, especially this summer was kind of crazy. I was so busy. But when I stopped to think about it, I was still, even during those busy times, always generating new leads in some way. I would almost get a little frustrated at myself sometimes because I'm like, Latasha, stop giving out your card. Stop doing these events. Stop doing stuff when you're busy. You can't even take another client right now. And then a couple months down the line, what do you know? They came in handy when I needed them. So it is a weird kind of cycle and a pattern that we have to get used to, but I, I, I do think it's important to never be off. So let me kind of explain what that looks like for me. So when I'm booked, and especially this summer, for example, when I was super, super booked, I mean, there was some crazy weeks, okay? I was still always doing something additional. So I had maybe four speaking gigs or presentations booked for last summer, this summer, whatever, and those were booked in advance. So I couldn't back out of them. I probably wouldn't have signed up for them if I would have known how busy I was, but I'm glad that they worked out. So I made those things work 
And I actually, like I said, I had somebody reach out. I've had multiple people reach out to me from those events, but one person just did recently when I'm a little bit slower about coaching. And I was like, you know, you never know who's out there in the audience listening. You never know who is getting their finances together so they can work with you in a few weeks or a few months or at a later date. So always doing speaking gigs and events and things like that is really important. Even if you're not speaking at the event, but you're just attending, maybe you have a regular networking group that you attend or you have a co-working space you go to or whatever it is, I think that's really important as well because you can always be handing out your card and always just being present and having a presence in the community. I know several people, especially from my hometown, that are just the video guy of Kalamazoo, Michigan, the photo guy, the audio guy. And this is nothing against them at all, but they might not even necessarily be the best, but they're the ones who are there. They're the ones that people know. They're the ones that, you know, when you think of a an audio guy in that town, you think of this one person. And so I think that there is value in just being present for things. Um, I also continue to post on social media when I'm booked, and I think I just change my verbiage a little bit. First of all, I let people know that I'm booked if it if it is appropriate. I'm not posting on all over Instagram saying I'm booked, but I'm honest about it. If people reach out to me and say, hey, can you do my social media? I'll say I can do it in two months or I can do it in a month or you got to get on the books now if you want a spot because I'm about to be too busy. So I'll be honest with people. But I, you know, in general, my content strategy just won't be quite as salesy. It won't be click here to book a free discovery call. It will be a click here to read this blog and to maybe download a report or download something from my website. And then you'll be put into a nurturing email list And, you know, over time, we'll start building a relationship and I have your contact now. So if I am in need of work, I can just reach out to you directly now. You know, you see how it works. So just a little bit of a different approach. Now, on the contrary, when I'm slow, which like I said, I don't really believe in that. I mean, I think some some industries like the wedding industry, for sure, I think there's definitely a hot and a cold period. But I don't know. There's always something that you can do in your business for most any business. And when I'm quote unquote slow or when it's not my busy time of year, I actually did a whole video actually about the end of the year and how some people tend to be slow. I'll link that in the show notes because that actually goes quite well with this episode now that I'm speaking it. But another thing that I do is I'll go on sites like Upwork. I'll go on, you know, I've, I've talked good and bad about freelancing websites, but sometimes it can either get you work Or sometimes it like triggers good ideas for me, just seeing what's out there and what people are demanding at that time of year, maybe at the slower time of year. I'm like, oh, I'm slow around October, but people are getting ready for the holidays. So maybe I need to start offering X, Y, Z, and it'll just get me some good ideas. So that's something that you can do. But I think even more importantly, follow up with people. You know how many emails I just haven't replied to and I feel so bad about, but I just get busy from vendors, from people wanting to collaborate on YouTube videos or on this podcast or whatever. I mean, I'm pretty good with my emails, but I'll be honest with you. They're, you know, some sometimes they slip through the cracks. I'm human and everybody's human. So leads that you may have reached out to that didn't reply, now's a good time to follow up with them. And maybe if it is a slow season, it might be a slow season for them too. So they might be more likely to actually see your email and respond to it. Uh, you can follow up with past clients too and just say, hey, 
how's that thing going? You know, how is that strategy we discussed going? And perhaps offer an upsell or offer some type of a freebie or like a re-signing bonus or that kind of thing to see if that can incentivize them to work with you again. So following up is really important. You can also follow up on all those business cards that you've collected over the years. So I know I go to a lot of conferences and I get those business cards and a lot of times I just stuff them in my bag and go about my day. And yeah, so go ahead, look through them again, see if there's anybody you wanted to reach out to and you didn't have a chance to. I think those are great ways to kind of always be prospecting and keeping the lead gen machine on without, you know, totally reinventing the wheel. So Yeah, those are some of the things that I do. Now, I know your question probably is, okay, I'm always prospecting, but what happens when everybody wants to work with me at the same time? And let me tell you, first of all, that's a really good problem to have. And when you get to that point, it's that celebrate that, you know, celebrate that and then get into action because I understand how stressful that can be as well. So there's a lot of different things that you can do. You can expand your team, you can scale you know, and, and that's definitely something that can allow you to take on more work. You can raise your rates, which is never a bad idea. If you're in high demand, raising your rates is kind of the easiest way to weed some of those people out and be able to devote more time and energy into a few key projects. And you can also just work in cycles. Like I said, I mean, especially for a lot of my designer friends, I know that they even put in their Instagram bios booked through September, 2019 or whatever it is. So maybe that's something that you can try to do too, is just putting that up front. If you do feel yourself getting really busy and you're still getting a lot of demand, just let people know that you're booked until XYZ so that when they reach out to you, they know that they're booking you for October or November, not September. And another thing you can do, another way to scale without hiring people is by kind of simplifying your efforts. So that's one of the reasons that I started the group coaching program is because I was getting a lot of demand for coaching and I, I'm only one person. I can't have 20 individualized coaching clients. So I decided to do a group program. So there are things that you can do similarly for clients. You know, if you're a social media manager, maybe you do a course aimed at your clients, or maybe you write a little ebook guide that you can sell for a lower price point, but you can sell to 20 people versus working with somebody one-on-one. So just a couple of things to think about. I'd love to know, are you always prospecting? Let me know what prospecting looks like for you and how you generate leads. And if there is a slow season or a busy season for you and kind of what you do to combat that. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I'm looking forward to chatting with you on Friday for a new full-length episode. I'm Latasha James and that's it for this episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to review it on iTunes or share it with a friend. This podcast is all about community, so you can also go ahead and head over to the Facebook group. It's called the Freelance Friday Podcast Community, or follow me on social. My handle is the Latasha James across all platforms. I'd love to know what you thought of the episode, and like I said, feel free to share it with a friend, tag a friend, screenshot the episode, and tag a friend. It really helps us grow this community, and my goal is to help as many people through this collective community become better freelancers and more empowered freelancers. So that's it for the episode. I'll talk to you in the next one. It airs every single Friday. I'll talk to you again then.